Good evening, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and today I think I just want to talk. Um, I've been experiencing some pretty big feelings today, and I'm trying to process them in the most productive way possible. Um... I don't know how successful I am or am not being, but whatever. I don't think it fucking matters. Like, um, I use analogies and direct communication, and at the end of the day, um, what I'm coming to realize is that, um, my attachment trauma is being activated by romantic involvement. And as I come to that conclusion, a few different things come to mind. And of course, there's the opposing viewpoints because on one hand, I feel like I don't know, for the past few months, I've been really fucking, like, compartmentalized and, like, numb, basically, and so, like, on one hand, I'm grateful to, you know, I guess I would say, uh, pop the top off the bottle, so to speak, but then, on the other I'm having a hard time with these big feelings that I'm carrying. And ironically, the thing that really hit me today was like, I miss my dead friend. So, that was the thing that really, like, slapped me in the face in all of this, was how much I, how much I miss being able to talk to somebody that actually understands and has felt maybe not the exact same emotions but similar enough emotions within a recent time frame to be able to really open up without uh, the fear that comes along with that level of exposure and um, yeah that's that's what I realized today like I really miss my dead friend
It would really be nice to be able to express how I'm feeling to somebody who gets it. But Unfortunately, or fortunately, unfortunately for me, I guess, fortunately for them, it is very challenging to uh, uh, even communicate about my feelings in any kind of way. Um, and then if you pair that with you know, the impending doom that goes along with that, because, I mean, Jesus Christ, um, if I'm having feelings that are too big for me, like, what the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, how do I expect another person um, to be able to cope with and process them with me in any way? And as much as I hate saying it, like I just, I find that to be a very uh, unrealistic expectation uh, because I don't know how to say this without sounding like an asshole, so I'm just going to fucking pull the trigger. Um, I feel like when you're receiving certain, I don't know words of comfort, and I use the term really fucking loosely, but when you're, when you're receiving words of comfort from somebody that doesn't understand your experience, intended or not, it rings hollow, and that's a whole nother level of fuckery to process, and I think that could very well be, you know, why I don't express the things that I feel when I feel them because realistically I don't think I've found what I would refer to as the target audience uh, for any of them like fuck I'm not even the target audience and I'm the container you know um, yeah and I guess the other thing that I feel like I'm getting at is trying to figure out, like, where do I want to go from here? You know? Um, and I don't have an answer. Um, I have very mixed thoughts and feelings on that. You know, there's a part of me that thinks, like, maybe it's in my best interest to just remove myself from any and all situations, you know, outside of like work and investing in myself. And then there's another part of me that thinks that the part of me that wants to do that is basically just isolating um, because that's my safe space is isolation. And then the 
the same time, I think if I continue down the path that I'm going, I might, you know, unlock more feelings, which I haven't felt in a really long time, you know, uh, unlock the things that are kind of tucked away, which I feel like I need to, but then at the same time, it's like, is that really in my best interest, you know, because, um, what I will say is uh, one of the challenges of adopting a polyamorous lifestyle is uh, first of all communication it's not easy uh, number one and then number two having this feeling like being a second choice to two half partners if I had to put it like yeah and I think that's the part that like doesn't sit with me because like again this kind of goes back to our love languages I talked about um the other day um my primary love languages are quality time and acts of service and figuring out how to navigate that in my current circumstances um, is a bit of a conundrum, you know, like, is, I don't know, it's like a setup for a failure? Yeah. And so, that's kind of where I'm at, is pondering, like, where do I go from here? Um. I don't have a fucking answer. I really don't. Um, the only thing I know definitively, um, there's a small part of me that's a little bit proud of myself while I've been sitting on my living room floor, like crying my fucking eyes out. I decided to take an analogy that I used and make some art out of it. So there's that. Um, decided to, you know, invest in something that I don't know if I would say I eh, I guess I enjoy it. Like I enjoy art enough. You know, I feel like I need outlets of expression and I have like thankfully I have no shortage of those. Unfortunately, um like I don't know, it, like I'm in a weird place where like I have this understanding that I would like genuine human connection and comfort, but at the same time, like I also know that I refuse to reach for um yeah but I think the other um I don't know what's the word I'm looking for here the other thing that's tripping me up is um Seeking comfort from the individual to cause you pain, you know, like, and this is something I'm sitting with literally right now, like right now, like right now in the current moment, I'm realizing that this is a pattern, like this is a pattern, like, and it stretches really far back, um, having a tendency to engage with people 
that are not healthy for me um, feeling some kind of way about said unhealthy involvements and then seeking comfort from the person that's causing me that pain in the first place about the pain that they're causing me. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, so that's a real thing. Um, come to find out, I think I have a lot of work to do. Um, you know? And it's really weird because I feel like to some degree or another when it comes to like that aspect of, you know, wanting to be the best version of yourself and um, trying to get through, you know, whatever wounds you carry from, you know, childhood and life in general is like, I almost feel like to some degree or another I'm carrying around this mindset that I'll never be good enough. Because I'll never fully heal. And, um, yeah, that's, <coughs> that's the energy that I'm sitting in right now. Is this, um, kind of almost fuck my way through that. And realizing that I don't know what the right thing is. I don't think there is a right thing. I don't think there's a wrong thing. They're just things. And, like, I'm fucking tired. You know? Like, I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of being numb. Um, I'm tired of feeling like the only person in my life that values my time is me. Um, yeah. It's a lot to process. And I know some of it is like, some of that shit's not new. That's just old wound patterns, um, emerging. But, I don't know. It's like, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Like, I don't think there is an answer. Um, but it's still very difficult to sit in my feelings and feel them. But I'm trying. I'm trying to learn to communicate them. Um, it's a struggle because I don't want to. Like, but I. Obviously, I'm sure that ties into some previous life experiences. You know, um, something along the lines of basically feeling invisible. And I think that that is the wound that is being opened right now. Is that. Like, that, that is the wound. That is the core wound that's being, like, picked at in the moment. Um, but... I think the biggest challenge is that um, I don't think I know anybody that can really like provide comfort for that. Um, 
I'm trying to listen to my own inner voice, figure out what the fuck that even sounds like, what that is, and I think that's one of the other things that kind of comes along with, like, the desire to isolate, is that, um, I, I don't want to feel like, you know, anything is coming from external sources when it comes to thoughts and feelings. Um, when I feel like I need to sift through anything, like the first thing that I want to do is be alone um, and like tune the world out because it's loud and unfortunately um, I have a much louder outer voice than inner voice and so sometimes things have to get really quiet for me to be able to hear myself um, so that's where we're at sitting with a bunch of shitty feelings and trying to navigate that yeah in some kind of way I'm feeling like I'm failing miserably at it but I mean I guess I'm, I'm feeling them so that's it's a good start I'm feeling them so yeah but um yeah, I really don't have anything else. I just, I mean, congratulations. Thanks for tuning in. This is my 100th episode. Yay. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I fucking have. It's just a bunch of fucking whining and sadness and confusion and conflict and feeling unseen and feeling unsafe and feeling like everybody has an ulterior motive, you know, um, yeah, yeah, feeling like I need to figure out what it is that's going to make Sarah feel whole and happy and complete and seen and heard because at this point like I don't even know what the fuck that looks like um but again like I know what it doesn't look like but I don't know what that does look like and I think that's what I need to figure out um yeah so on that note I'm going to go ahead and sign off. I think I'm done rambling about this for a while. So thanks everybody for tuning in. And as always, be well.